On our journey together with the Prince of Peace, we've learned a few important things along the way. First, that while there are many things in the world that disrupt our peace, we know that peace is now possible through Jesus. Now we know that peace is possible through Jesus. The Gospel of Luke chapter 1 verse 79 says that Jesus came to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the making of peace with the world happened 2,000 years ago through a cross. Though we rightly deserve divine judgment because of our sins, Jesus stepped in to take the place of our judgment in our place. Now, he can offer peace to the world, peace to us. That reconciliation has happened. He's saying, I've covered you now. Okay? I've taken care of this issue of sin and wrongdoing. and People not meeting the perfect standard. Jesus said, I've come to help you. And so now, there's good news. Jesus does not come to condemn. He comes in mercy. He comes to forgive. He comes to make peace with all. Now, all we must do is humbly receive his forgiveness and peace. Just receive it and say, thank you. Thank you. And what we learn when we read the Bible about the blessings of God's kingdom that come to us in the world, we learn that whatever is given to us, we now have the calling to give to others. That's how it works in God's kingdom. The good things that flow to us are to flow through us to others. We come right to our first point today. (laughs) I love that. I love that. (laughs) I mean, how can you compete with that? You know, you can't. It's great. We we love the little sounds. The little sounds of little babies in the church. We love love it. Okay, our first point. Back to it here. Uh, As our Prince of Peace, Jesus helps us to make peace with others. Okay? So... That peace comes to us through Jesus from heaven to earth. He's come down to bring us peace. Now we are to make peace with one another. That's that's how it works. Matthew 5 verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God. 
Remember, we are all made in God's image. So just as God is a peacemaker, we too are to be peacemakers. When we strive to make peace, it shows that we are God's children. That's one of the markers of being a follower of Jesus, being a child of God. Others around you see that you're willing to make peace with them. You see, wow, they're, they're not holding it against me like many other people in the world do. Holding the grudge, not forgiving. Hopefully when they look at you and me, they see, wow, that person is a little different. They're going to let things go. They're going to forgive, and, and they want to make peace. That's what should mark our lives. Not just in here, in the church, in the sanctuary, but out there in the greater sanctuary of God's world with everyone. Unfortunately, peace is not something that is just automatically present in our relationships. We'd like it to be true, wouldn't we? Yeah, just, just peace is just always there. It's not. Let's just face the facts here, people. It's not. So often, conflict, tension, selfishness, misunderstandings and drama seem to be ever-present in our relationships. It's not just a middle school thing. It can be an any age kind of thing. So the, pe- so the reality is peace is, is not just automatically there. Hear this. Hear this. Peace is something you need to make. It's something you need to make. It's something you and I need to work on so that peace can stay in the relationship. It's not just automatically there. We need to Work on it. Just like vehicles or farm equipment. We need to maintain it. Okay? You've got to maintain the peace in every relationship. You and I need to be proactive. Not reactive. Proactive with peace. Being peacemakers, peace givers, peace builders, peace Maintainers. Romans 12, verse 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Well, I can't get any more clear than that. As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Our next and really our final point for today, try not to go too long today, 
when it comes to making peace, don't wait. You initiate. Don't wait. Initiate. So often we get caught up in the waiting game. You know, when we act younger than we really are. <laughs> and we play those childish games <clears throat> where we're, we're the waiting game. We're waiting for the other person to come to us. We're waiting for them. And realize with this perspective, you might be waiting your whole life. You're just going to wait for somebody else to come to you to make it right. Whatever it is in the relationship. You might wait your entire life. When all the time God is saying, you take the higher road. You be the bigger person. You go to them. There are two simple phrases here that I think we all need to get better at saying. And again, there's been a lot of connection points with things in our younger years that we're taught that sometimes you know, we, we forget and we don't act on as we get older. And God's saying, if, 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 if you want to be my children, you've got to hold on to these simple things to, to keep the peace. <laughs> To make the peace. Two, two simple phrases we need, that need to come from our lips a little more often is one, I'm sorry. And second, forgive me. Two simple phrases, only two words apiece. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Sometimes we need to humble ourselves and realize what we did to kind of break the peace. Often it's a, it's, it takes two to tango, you know? There's usually, we always have something in it, usually. And it just never hurts. Even if you think, like, well, I don't know if I... Really, anything major wrong here? But if you know, there's been times I've realized that, you know, I unintentionally hurt somebody's feelings. I, it wasn't something I was tr- trying to do, and you realize their feelings are hurt. Just go to them and say, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And restore that relationship once again. See, over time, we can uh, rack up many relationships that don't have peace anymore. Because we're too stubborn to admit we're wrong. Any, any stubborn people out there? No, that must be a different church down the road. There's no... Yeah, it's one of the other churches in Hope. I know we don't have any stubborn people here. But just in case, you know, just, just think about other people for a moment. Um, sometimes we have difficulty, right, admitting we're wrong. But when we finally man up or woman up... We need equality here. Man up or woman up, right? To what we've done. Then reconciliation and peace can start to flow again.
It's always within our control to make peace with others. We can do it. Why wait? Unfortunately, we can't control if someone else wants to make peace with us. Can't control that. You know, they, they may never admit that they've done something wrong to you. I realize that. They may never admit it. They may continue to hold the grudge even though you are trying to make peace. Remember how the scripture in Romans said, as far as it depends on you, as far as it depends on you, do what is needed to make peace. Sometimes it's difficult if the other person is not very willing. It's hard. But if you've tried to make peace, remember, you have to try first. You have to do what is needed. And then, in your conscience before God, after you've done everything to make the peace, then that's all you can do. You need to now switch gears, because now all you can do is pray. All you can do is pray for restoration, pray for that person, and by faith, just place them in God's hands. And then, this is important here, and then, after you pray, move on. Move on. You've tried to make peace. You've done what you could. Sometimes the other person is not very willing. You can't control that. Sometimes you have to just move on. Some people think that if uh, someone is kind of holding something against you, that you need to continue to feel guilty and dwell on it. You think, well, that person, it's, you know, maybe have some thin skin, and we're like, that person seems to have something against me, and then you feel like you're obligated somehow now. Even after you've tried to make peace, you're obligated to feel guilty and to keep dwelling on it. I say no. No. You need to move on. Even if they don't accept your apology and they're still holding a grudge, you tried. You did what you could do. Now, put it in God's hands and move on. Don't let the other person's issues be your issues. And it's something I've seen over the years. You have to recognize that many times the problem that person has is really not with you. It's really not with you. When you realize that person gets irritated and angry at everyone. Because it's not about you. You know, there's some issues they need to work on. And it's between them and God. Don't make it about you. Don't take it personally when it doesn't need to be personal. The truth is... There will always be people in your life, always, people around you that will be troublemakers instead of peacemakers. God is saying, you're not responsible for them. You're responsible for yourself. As a follower of Jesus, as a child of God, you and I are called to be peacemakers. Makers.
the Holy Spirit will continue to work in our hearts that desire for reconciliation and forgiveness and peace. To make right whatever might be wrong. Whether it is an issue that took place yesterday or a conflict that we've been dealing with for many, many years. Try to make peace. Don't wait. Initiate. I say it again. Don't wait. Initiate. And then leave the results to God. Let's pray. Lord, help us to realize that peace is always the better way. Help us not to hold grudges, but to forgive others and to let go of past offenses. Help us to realize that when there's an issue in one of our relationships, whether it's in marriage, with children, with parents, friends or co-workers, when there's an issue in one of our relationships, the longer we wait, the harder peace is to make. Help us to bring harmony where it has been lost. Help love to overcome anger. Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. You are the peace-making God. Now transform us into your courageous, peace-making people. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.